first life to go, and then yeah. I can ride the ride. Yes, because yeah. Ricky is not here for that. He'll do. He'll, he wants to do it to be a good sport. Oh, and that's okay. <laughs> well, welcome back to Girls Night Out. Uh, we are here with <laughs> Kelly. Got that part now. And Michelle. <laughs> hey, hey. And I'm Jen. Amanda. 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 <laughs> needs t-shirts to warn people and we need t-shirts to warn people yeah um and so the next chapter we're, we're talking about a book by mark buchanan that is called spiritual rhythm being with jesus in every season of the soul so we're talking about seasons of the soul <clears throat> and trying to figure out what season we're in um and so you know we all we talked last time about how we all kind of could identify a winter. Some of us could identify a winter that went on record. <laughs> um, and it was funny because after we talked about that, like my mind has just been consumed with the winter. The winter, and, like in the real world? No, like the, the one that winter. the one that I went through. Oh. And it's kind of oh, it's, oh, the spiritual. I mean, that whole thing of just like, no, never again, you know, so bad. And then, like, after we talked and, and everything, I went home and I was like, you've been through a lot of winters. It's not yeah. like that was your only winter. You've been through a lot of winters, yeah. but that was the only one that's just like, uh, you know, it stuck. Yeah. It's it stuck in my mind, like, in a very different way. Um, but looking back, of course I've been through winters, lots of winters, you know, it, and so. Chriselle, I think it might be good for our listeners to have just a little glimpse of what put you into that, that winter that, mm. the worst winter, just a little. The worst winter. Little yeah. glimpse of it, so they have some context. The Narnia winter. Yes. Mm. Um, so, um, I got pregnant with twins, my twins, Jude and Libby. I have two sets of twins, actually. Um, and at our 15-week sano, we discovered that she had trisomy 18, which um, typically um, children with trisomy 18 either die in utero or die shortly after birth. So we knew that she was not going to make it. Um, so that was tough. And there was a lot of stuff that went on at the time. There, it, was, it, was, it was like, if that were just it, that was enough. But um, at the time, two weeks before Jude and Libby were born... My husband lost his job, so we had no income, and we knew, I mean, so I, you know, we have six kids, so no income, not, not, 
it's not not gonna work and um and we also knew we would have the expense of a funeral you know and you don't you don't expect while you're pregnant to be planning a funeral for your baby um and knowing that those expenses are coming in and there was a lot of trauma um in my life in my childhood and things like that that I had kind of um oh pushed down by faith <laughs> you know that that whole thing where you're just like oh no I'm fine you know by faith I'm fine and um what is it that what is it that um is it Adam Young that says this or someone says you know that pain demands to be felt mm-hmm. and so at some point it demands to be felt and it it felt like and it was such that the crisis that I was in at that time became an outlet for feeling the pain of the last 30 years so um it was a a winter with a snowball avalanche (laughs) that um covered me and I was under it for a while Mm. so um so yeah that you know I was so when we first started reading this book I was so stuck in that that I, it didn't occur to me. Oh my gosh, you've had so many winters, but like you don't fear those. You don't yeah. like it's those. the easiest one to identify too. Yeah, and, and so I don't know the idea of winter. You know, when we first read it, it kind of socked me in the gut where I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that again. Please don't tell me I have to have another winter. And that was my thought was that okay, there are seasons and we repeat those seasons. And I was thinking, mm-mm, you know, been there, done that, don't want to do that again. I will avoid winter at all cost. Um, and then after our, <laughs> after our, <laughs> so doable. Yeah. Cause you can do that. You oh, can yeah, totally, totally avoid absolutely. winter. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Lord had a little chat with me afterwards. He's like, Hey, you know, you've been through multiple winters that didn't take you down yeah they were fine yeah. it was the normal functioning like there's the normal functioning stuff yes there's like, functioning when like you said and, like you wish people could see it just to <clears throat> help but you're still you're having to you know, yeah do all the things still I mean we all have those times in life where it just seems like you're stuck for a little while yeah I think winter just feels like stuckness yeah yeah like you can't even mm-hmm. pinpoint it yeah sometimes you can yeah so then the next chapter is on spring and I think it's interesting. I think it's it's crazy interesting because I feel like <clears throat> we're kind of synced right now in a really strange way where it feels like we're all, by all, I mean, those of us in this, this group um, are kind of going through the same thing at the same time. And it feels like spring. Um... So when you guys were reading the chapter, what what did you feel about what it was saying in terms of the description of spring and what that looks like? And well, for a good visual that helped me was like the idea of like the baby fawns learning to stand. You know, for the first time they're really shaky at first, but then they kind of 
get steady and, and they, they gain strength and they gain vigor. Um, and so that actually kind of helped me. The only problem is I feel like I've been there for a really long time. So I'm kind of waiting for the gusto of spring to come. Well, it's kind of interesting because you and I ran into each other this morning yeah. at the coffee shop. Um, what coffee shop? This great <laughs> coffee shop. This amazing shop. coffee shop. Shout out to Patty. They call it Patty. Brilliant entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, this, this lady we know that's awesome that owns it. Her name's Jan. Um, so we ran into each other this morning, and you were kind of sharing with me a revelation that you felt like you had. You mean with the agreement? Or you mean about spring? About spring. Oh, yeah. In terms yeah. of... Fighting it. Yeah. 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 So, like, after after leaving winter, I went into the season of just, like, eating up everything I could eat up and, and learning everything I could learn and trying to just, just for myself, just for more healing. Um, but as we go through spring, like, what I'm realizing is I'm kind of fighting spring. Like, I almost mm-hmm. don't expect... To de- I don't deserve in my head, you know, in the, in the, the, with the lie, like, I don't deserve spring. Um, and so I kind of feel like I'm one foot in, one foot out. Because I just, I don't feel secure in stepping into it. Because then that would mean that I'm deserving of it. Mm. And that's a very scary reality in my head. Yeah. It's interesting that you would put it in terms of deserving. Because yeah. everything is a gift. Oh yeah, but I mean a lot of a lot of my core struggles have been like if I do enough, if I right. if I am enough, if right. I do enough, if I, you know, work hard enough, people will love me. Right. So that's where the deserving part comes in. I totally see how unhealthy it is, mm-hmm. but yet that's still, you know, in the back of my head, that's the driving force. Yeah. And we don't realize that we apply that yeah. to God too. Yeah. Or, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I totally believe in salvation. By grace and faith yeah. alone, but I will make you but love also, me more. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also gonna make everyone love me because yeah. then if they say I'm okay, then I'm okay. Right. No. Yeah. God's not enough. Right. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the yeah recovering recovering people pleaser. But and you kind of threw Jan under the bus this morning because you said you felt like Jan was fighting spring too. Well, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Please elaborate. Well, because Please elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> because when you when we were here last time and and um we were talking about spring or something and you said you felt like the onslaught of spring started in Scotland and I was like yes me too and then I'm like that was a year and a half ago I know well, you said <laughs> spring could be a long time you said the season could be that's a long true. time that is so that it's is not so the true three months that the calendar spring is <clears throat> that's true I'm a slow learner it's a yeah. slow springer a I'm slow, a slow springer. springer so are you still are you still where do you where do you think you are. I'm not, I'm still, the thing that resonated with me, and then that'll circle back to what you're saying, is that where he said, um, he says in here, um, he's talking about how, where he grew up, and how incredibly cold it was, yeah. and the back of winter finally broke, and warmth and color came rushing in, and hope, always hope, spring is a good season, and I thought, that's what spring feels like, hope. Hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, hope. Yeah. Which and I'm just in a place of, of. Of feeling hopeful that things that hadn't changed, the, you know, the previous 57 years of my life are finally changing. Mm. There's finally a shift. Cool. And I've, in just little things, like in reactions that I have, and I can, and the Lord's making me aware of, the Holy Spirit's saying, did you see that? Mm. Just to remind me that, that things are changing. Little, 
little buds are coming up out of the ground and you know and it's not too late you know I'm 58 years old and it's not too late for spring to happen well and you mentioned last time um that you feel like there's a shift in the air like there's something can you pinpoint that anymore um it's I don't know how to, anything but hope. Like, it's just, there's just a hope that things are, the, the things it. that have frustrated me and the things that have kept me stuck and in bondage <clears throat> are, are, there's just a, a shift. It's this mm-hmm. Unstuckness. An unstuckness, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I don't know if I, I think... mentioned this before in the, when we talked last week, but I mentioned this a lot in um, The Shack. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I don't remember the book, because I saw the movie after I read the book, but but, sorry. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's oh the best. I remember the book. Oh my gosh. I remember the book. Sorry. Sorry, Paul Young. To clarify, because I know you're listening too. Of course um, you're listening. Um, no, I remember this line from the movie. I don't remember. I remember the book well. I like sobbed in the corner reading the book. But um, in the movie... Um, Mama, Octavia Spencer, Papa, whatever, <laughs> says to um, the main character whose name is Mackenzie. Mackenzie, thank you. He's like, you know, why did you bring me here? Like, of all the places, why here? Mm-hmm. And she said, because this is where you got stuck. This oh. So this is where your healing is going to begin, mm-hmm. is at the place you got stuck. I love that. And so I have a that. thing in my prayer closet that says, where did I get stuck? Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's what we're uncovering and moving on from. So, and Ron talks about that, like getting off the train, we need to find out where we got off Mm -hmm. Yeah, and get back on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say, I'm sorry. Repent. Yeah. For getting off the train. Forget it. Yes. And, and get back on. But also Mm -hmm. recognize it. Right. Yeah. Like, I think Mm -hmm. we're really bad about that. We just kind of want to keep going. Mm -hmm. We have to stop and recognize that there's pain. I think that's the biggest thing that I'm learning right now, even as, you know, I know agreements is the next one, but. If we don't, and even our story, you know, we're talking about the st- our stories in the bridge. We have a story, but unless we stop and look at our story, we're right. never going to move into health in the future. Right. We're going to be captive to the parts of our story in the past. And right. It's so vital. And man, Preach. we miss that. Yeah. Preach. We really yeah. do. I think that, I think the things that he basically says characterize a spring are hope. Mm-hmm. And the sense that God is on the move. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yes. I love that part. Um. Of course, that always makes me think of Narnia. Yes. As as <laughs> um, well, didn't he? Didn't he mention that? Or was he that? Does. He, yeah, he, he does. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He talks about Aslan in there, but and I, I always think of Miss Jackie. Mm-hmm. Aslan is on the move. Um, but yeah, I um, and and the next thing that he said, which I thought was awesome, which is different from fall. Um, he says. The impossible becomes the inevitable, mm. which is where the Ooh. hope is, because it, you haven't received it yes. yet. Yeah, but it's inevitable, and you know it. Yeah, so that's a part of spring that I, I remember reading is when you you want to give almost give away to other people what you've received yourself. Yes, I remember years ago someone I, like I will never forget it. It's Saint Andrews. Someone looked me in the eye and said, "This." will this is how this will come to an end Mm. there is an end date you are getting evicted this is gonna end Mm. and it's one of my greatest joys now to look at other people in the winters and grab them and look in their face and say this will 
end. (laughs) And it's like just giving this like hope that that other people have to give us when we're in the winter. And he says, um, so what does springtime of the heart feel like? And he says it pulses with joy. Mm. And I think like all of those things to me characterize this moment in time with I I feel like I'm literally like vibrating with expectancy right now like that it just it feels like and we'll talk more about it um and in just a little bit with what the activities of spring are and things like that and what some of us have been doing well most of us have been doing but there's so much expectancy Mm. that the impossible is becoming the inevitable Mm. and and you can see it it's down the road but you can see it and it's not here yet but that hope Mm. is so full and the joy is so full i know um you know spring is characterized by planting and things like that rather than um you know in the winter, it's characterized by pruning and kind of a, a season of resting or stillness. Um, Kelly, you talked a lot about how you feel like you're in the spring right now. Yeah, I was reading that chapter on Sunday and texting you. Um, the hope for sure, like you were saying, I just, it's really resonating with me. And even like this week, I just keep like, I just have had this unexplained hope. I couldn't even put my finger on it. And then like some things even happened in the last couple of days and it's like, oh yeah, like look at that happening. Um, but I also liked this part where he says spring is about holy habits and establishing mm-hmm. disciplines that help us grow. Spring is the best season for launching new things. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love that. Like I'm yeah. just ready for, like I was, I, I, I didn't realize I was in a winter. It's funny because a lot of winters, you know, you're in it. And I think looking back now that I'm like starting to pass into a spring, I'm like, oh, I was in a winter for the last year and a half. Mm. Um, it just felt kind of barren, which I guess describes a winter, but um, it just wasn't like devastating like some yeah. of my winters have been. Um, and yeah, I just like have this desire to plant and to grow and to try new disciplines and habits. And I just, that has not been there yeah. for mm. a minute. Um, and I think it just came from getting unstuck from going back to places where a, a place for me that I got stuck for sure. And the Lord kind of showed that to me this week. So, so much hope. <laughs> yeah. He talks about it being a time of renewal, emotional renewal, physical renewal, moral renewal. Um, I, I feel like that's something that would definitely characterize a lot of what we're all sort of experiencing right now is this sense of renewal but I, I do think, um, you know, he goes on to talk about spring being a time of cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole, you know, I mean, you grow up hearing, oh, and spring cleaning and... <laughs> Not my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, someone should tell the dust bunnies at my house. <laughs> yeah. um, but that, that concept of spring cleaning that yeah. everything's new, it's time to, you know, air things out clean things out, um, purge. Um, and I feel like that's what we've been doing collectively without trying to do it. 
like so we'll talk about it later on a on a different podcast but you know we've we've listened to we've all been taught about <laughs> the concept of lies and making agreements with the enemy and breaking agreements and things like that and the power of those things um but it wasn't until I listened to the the um warfare part 2 where it talked about um you know kind of making a list of the accusations that you hear yeah. and and then I think it was part 3 where he actually said you know if there's something going on where you are so stuck that no amount of counseling no amount of prayer is getting you unstuck there's an agreement there that you need to figure out and that I I mean yeah that one hit me square in the face um I wasn't I wasn't ready for that one <laughs> I mean the Lord definitely had that um that ready and and waiting for me to go through and I had a lot of cleaning to do and um I, I think that all of you guys within just a few days of all of that I'm getting texts from you guys saying oh my gosh like this the Lord's showing me that I need to get this out and I need to get this out and I need to get this out and I, I mean if you guys want to jump in and share something I mean you don't have to but you know I, I mean it's pretty powerful. I think that it's interesting that the Lord seems to be having all of us go through some. It's weird. Yeah, some spring cleaning right now. So you need. Are we gonna do an agreement one later? Yeah, or? we'll do an agreement podcast later. But yeah. um, anything in terms of spring cleaning, like. I oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm spring cleaning every couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Internally. Not I, your whole house? Huh? Not your whole house? No. Internally. Okay. That's my business. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have closets. Right. We can close them. I think it's interesting <laughs> how the Lord... You know how you um, you can be sitting in your... Whatever the sunniest room in your house is and the lights beams through the window and... Like in that sunbeam, you can see all the little dust particles, but mm-hmm. you don't see until the sun's hitting them. Right. And I think that that's sort of the way he he helps you with your yeah. spring cleaning is he shines the light on the things that are like, that's a good point. Hey, let's go ahead and deal with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, like right now, it's um, it's that I am always a disappointment to my family. Um, you know, just having come through a big event, most everyone was so happy and joyful for me, and then there were the few people who weren't. Mm. And so, my mind kind of really gave them all the attention. And um, and then last Saturday, I I went for a walk, was listening to praise music, and the Lord just, like, He just shined the light on the dust particles, and it was like. And then I just, we processed through it and I felt so much freedom Mm. just in the, 
like little mm-hmm. bit of time that I was out walking. Of course, the beautiful weather didn't hurt, but um, and one of the things that I love to do is is to dance with the Lord, and this happened in Scotland. Yeah, I played that same song last Saturday. Aww. I was outside. I found a trail in the woods, so hopefully no one could see me. I wasn't in anyone's <laughs> backyard or anything, and I just I just danced with the Lord because it was Aww. I was so appreciative. And in love with him in that moment, I mean, I'm always in love with him, but I was just, I felt so very loved and appreciative that he was like, here's this thing, let's get on the other side of it. And so that's how I celebrate with him, was to just dance, and it was just so great. And it's like he's been, he's kept me in that place for Mm -hmm. several days, and so. I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. A friend of mine in college, his parents are in ministry, and, um... I always remember his mom, like, when they would come up to visit, she would, like, take aside uh, any of the, like, girlfriends. Like, we weren't his girlfriends, but, like... Friend of girls. Friend of girls. And, um, I don't know, like, kind of... She wasn't, like, preaching to us, but she would talk about things. And one of the things that she shared was about how, um, I guess, like, how beautiful she felt on her wedding day and her veil and her headpiece that she had... And so she was like, so like to this day in my quiet times, I take out my veil and I go in the room and I put my veil over my face and I sit with the Lord and she's like, and I just feel so beautiful and it feels so special. And I was just like, you can do that? Like, that's okay. And it was so, I don't know, it was just so inspiring to me. This, yeah, this like, like you're saying, like dancing with the Lord or like whatever it looks like and how, yeah, there's like freedom. I mean, like now I have a daughter. Yeah, I don't have that many boys. It's not like I've had six boys and then a girl. But now she's three, and so like the dresses and the princess stuff. Oh, but she does the whole the bell costume. Yes, yes. So I totally got a a bell costume. (laughs) Not for it on. Not not just for Olivia. Not just for her, but for me. (laughs) Why stop there? Watching Belle, she hadn't even seen the movie when we got this, but now she has about seven hundred times in one week, and so we put on the dress. That and is we so were just funny. Like dancing in the kitchen, it's like so nice. And Aww. I do like I always remember that that friend's mom mm. talked about that, and it made an impression on me that you mm. have, you know, I mean, I know you have freedom, but like the silly or embarrassing or whatever things that are in your mm. girly heart, mm-hmm. like. That's okay. Mm. I love that. I think one of the ways that I spring clean, and maybe this is why I, part of me is like, I don't really enjoy spring a whole lot. Um, Because what happens a lot for me when I get pruned is that I see things in other people that I'm like, ugh, gosh, that (laughs) annoys me. Or like, gosh, I wish they would get that together. Or, you know, like... And then all of a sudden, the Lord kind of shines the light on it, and it's like, oh, crap, that's me. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> best particles. <laughs> so maybe it's actually, I mean, not as much the other people as me. So it's, it's sometimes painful, but <clears throat> illuminating, because God really takes me from a place of almost judgment to a place of, of utter humility. <laughs> and so that's, that's a lot of what spring cleaning is for me. Yeah. Not super comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never struggle with judgment. I know. 
<laughs> You're so holy. I know. It's, you never I, struggle with humility. I know. And or sarcasm. No, at all. <laughs> None of those things are a problem for me at all. Yeah. And if someone was saying sort of, someone was saying to me something about like, you know, I, I struggle with this, with this person and their, and their parenting stuff. And it's just, I know it's judgment. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That that whole judgment thing, it just it'll bite you. It'll, it'll, get it'll judge get you. It's, it's a problem. It's a problem, but it's all of our problems. Um, so I like what he said, which was, um, he said, once awakened, there are certain things spring demands of us. Three in particular: Ooh. plowing, planting, yeah. and cleaning. Yeah. Plowing, first and foremost, means to listen. It means to have ears to hear. And he gives the example. Do you remember um, the, the scripture where he's talking about, he's, um, Jesus is talking about the parable. Which parable is it? And the disciples come back. And they say, hey, explain, explain that to this, us. Yeah. Like, the we, <clears throat> oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. seeds in the soil, right? <clears throat> yeah, makes sense. We're talking about spring, soil, planting. And and the disciples come yeah, back yeah. and they're like, hey, can you please explain this parable? And a light bulb went on for me, you know, that these people weren't gifted with this special grace to understand these things they were gifted with a grace to seek understanding they were gifted with a grace to ask and so you know that ears to hear meaning ask the questions like when when you don't understand something in the scriptures ask the lord like what does this mean don't Mm -hmm. just pass it by you know take it to him and say hey i need you to explain this to me and and he's so faithful to do that either through some study or you know through confirming it and through a friend or a sermon or whatever he ends up explaining it to me and um anyway that that just really clicked with me yeah um and then he talked about planting which you said, Kelly, that he said spring is the best time for launching new things. And then cleaning, which he brings up the daily examen, which I love so much. It's pronounced examen? I don't know. That's the way I say it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was examen. I thought you said examen too. Now I don't know. It probably is. I'm probably being fancy. No, you're, you're, you're fancy. You're like you all. Fancy. You're Anglican. You know things. No, I don't. I make things up. All the time. Um, So I love, this is probably why I love this book so much, is because he suggests this practice, because I think it's the awesomest. But I actually have an app at night that I put my AirPods in my ear, and it, like, is an auditory daily examen. And it's the best, because it walks you through it. But And what's this app called? Pray as you go. I listen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's that. a daily the examine yeah. on that. Okay. What happened? There <laughs> is. 
I'll, um, have to, I'll have to dial into that. Yeah, I love it. Um, I like it because it's, it's really simple. And it's a way of sort of taking inventory of your day. Mm. And I think it makes a huge difference. Have you guys ever tried it? I have one printed out in my bedside table. Wait, I'm the practice not or yeah, the practice? Yes, I have been the practice. Sorry, yeah, yeah. not the podcast. Not the, the app. I'm, I'm not super diligent about it, but it is very when I am. Mm-hmm. It's the time to start a new habit, right? Yes. Here we go. Holy habits. Spring. <laughs> Examine. Excellent. Yes. Holy habits. And like Kelly said, spring is the time to start holy habits. Mm. So, what okay. holy habits? Are you guys, have you guys been, yes? Oh, I see that hand. Oh, my. Uh, sorry. I don't want to, like, still, did anyone else want to? Oh, go, Jan. Go. 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 No, so I started um, <coughs> the first of the year um, in the Bible app, the Version Bible app. There is a read through the Bible. It's called the Bible Recap. And so, like, and it's chronological, and I've and I've done this before in a paper chronological Bible, but um, I because they'll read it out loud to you on the app, mm-hmm. it it helps me because I do it real early in the morning. So I hit play on it, I listen to the it, it'll be like three or four chapters of whatever book, and then um, and then there's a podcast, the Bible recap, and. Um, they just do like a six or seven minute little recap of what you've just read and sort Ooh. of cause you to pull out of it yeah, what the Lord's really saying good. to you. She calls it, what's your God shot? So it makes you more than just read. Like you have to think about what you've read. You can't just, okay, write it, check, box. Right. Like you have to think about it. And so that's been really, really cool habit that I've I've actually been really, I mean, it's only one month in, but I feel really good about how diligent I've been with that, of making myself get up early enough that I have time before my day starts to listen to it. So, um, Tara Lee Cobble, that's her name. Yeah. She's, she's awesome. probably listening, too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Shout out. Um, anyway, uh, that's been that's been really fun. And then also, um, in addition to that, I do the Pray As You Go app, mm-hmm. which is... They read a passage of scripture and then have you like, okay, we're going to read it again and now ask the Lord this as you're reading it. Oh, or... is that the one that, mm-hmm. the meditative one? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Love that those one. are my, those are my new holy habits that I've built into the year. So. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. This is so timely for January because I feel like, you know. That's true. You kind of naturally kind of this new. you have some new habits at your yeah house we have a new habit at our house um i can't believe i we have never practiced a sabbath that was of note at least maybe it was like we took a two-hour nap or something um but my husband has been really passionate about this over the last few months and he's been reading all these books like the relentless elimination of hurry and all these other books about just like slowing down resting having rhythm and so in December he was like I want to start having a real Sabbath and here's all the reasons why we should do it and here's the science behind it and here's the scripture behind it it's very well laid out 
I did not have a lot of, um, I didn't have a chance to get out of it. <laughs> and so, and, and the scripture was very powerful, but I'm like, you know, that, that was another time, you know, we all, all of our excuses for why we don't Sabbath. And then he's like, look, everything I'm reading is that when people do this, they feel renewed and they have more energy and they're able to be more productive for the rest of their week, which really just like, okay, I want that. Um, and he like made the point that we just are always, I, and this is true. I mean, our weekends are just like, we, I literally go from one thing to the next until 10 PM or 11 PM night. And he just like, can't, he doesn't want to keep up with that pace. And I don't blame him because we're, we're different people and he's a little slower pace than I am, which is a good thing. Um, so we are like, now we start our Sabbath on Saturday nights. We like try to have like a little family, um, like sit down and have a dessert that we eat together and like have it be kind of a communal, like we're going to have a pizookie or, but it's like we all eat it family style to like practice sharing and being mindful of each other. And then that's like starts it and it goes until Sunday at sundown. And like, we literally do nothing all day except for enjoy each other and go to the park and rest and read on our balcony. Mm-hmm. And it has been crazy awesome. You guys, like I was not convinced this was necessary, but it's been super renewing. I'm like ready for Monday. I don't feel frazzled. We put our phones away for the most part and we're just like super present and super intentional. And, um, yeah, so that's been like our new crazy practice. I never thought I would do, (laughs) but I'm a believer. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm app happy right now. All the apps. All the apps. The Abide app, the Dwell app, Pray As You Go app, podcasts. I'm I'm stretching myself in the area of podcasts. So I'm not an auditory learner, so. Mm-hmm. But podcasts are awesome. Some of them. Like this, it just, like this one. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you have to find the right person that you it can is, really like track Adam, with. I can track with him and I don't get yes. as distracted. Adam yeah. Adam Young I can track with. Yeah, Speaking sure of which, Adam Young is who you were talking about earlier when you were saying yeah. warfare. Yes. 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 Yeah. Did I not say that? No. Oh, this is my chance to plug there. No, we're doing it now. Oh, yeah. good job. Plug, Adam Young. Plug, Adam Young. Adam, we're plug Yeah, we, we listen to everything, Adam. We know you're listening because you're a fan of ours, right? Yeah, all the apps. I actually, because I totally believe that our spirit is still awake and receiving things even while our body's sleeping. So I just put my AirPods in and have scripture meditations going or things like that while I'm falling asleep and I catch some of it mm-hmm. the rest of it my spirit catches there you go you know this feels like cheating you're like studying while it's you're not. sleeping it's true it's hacking Step up our game. yeah I feel like it's a life hack yeah it's like a bio hack I read the bible in one year in five days <laughs> while I was sleeping Bam. 12 hours try that it's in there it's in Quote it for you. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm app happy, but podcasts have been my new holy habit. 
then me and Adam spend a lot of time together. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah we do too. We're, we're buds. <laughs> yes. I, I just yeah. went to Naples with Adam and came back with Adam. Oh, so. man. Sweet. He will get you through a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> with you, tears. Lots of tears. He's the best road trip fan. I mean, um, buddy. Not fan. Bonus points if you have like a spouse in the car and you're like, we're gonna listen to this. Yeah, we're doing it together. Oh, I'll send then we're gonna talk about it afterwards. And, uh, and you oh, bounce yeah. it off. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. Today I'm like, let's just pop this on for a second. Yeah, right. it, it actually has really been beneficial in my marriage because it gives us these jumping off points. To oh, be, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to something and be like, this is totally applicable, and I'll send it to him and he'll listen to it, and then we have mm-hmm. meaningful, deep discussion. Oh, I just hold Chad hostage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, make him put like a, a ear pad in his ears when he's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> exactly. You're well, that's a great idea. Kelly. <laughs> that's true. You're going to listen to Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I send them to our family group text. You guys should really listen to this podcast. I don't think they do, but. And like them exclamation pointed a couple that's days true. later. Yeah. Did. She wrote back. He read my mail. Like, yes, he, that's true. She yeah, did. Yeah. She did. Was beneficial. True. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, when you are doing these Sabbaths, when you're doing evening to evening on Sunday evening, is that then when you like prepare for the week? I'm just thinking in terms of practical. Yes, because I need that. Yeah. And I don't want to do it on Saturday. It's kind of brilliant. It's genius. The Sabbath, like the, and I like that it starts with like a fun activity Mm -hmm. and it's playful and it's Mm -hmm. light and it's like family oriented. And then, yeah. Sundown on Sunday night, I'm like, all right, let's do the I lunches. We need yeah. to pack some stuff, pack the gym bag. Yeah. But it's fine. You're so rested that you're right. kind of you're ready. You're almost ready. I'm like, okay, it's it's fine. Okay, all right. You know, I, I mean, not that I'm like rushing it, but yeah. I don't know. I just feel really content that I've like literally done nothing except mm-hmm. enjoy my kids and my husband and that might the Lord be all day. Important, like kicker for us because I feel like when we've tried it, what hasn't worked for us is that we're not Saturday. ready. Like I don't want to prepare Saturday yeah. night. No. That's a and killjoy on your weekend. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, and then Sunday night, you can't prepare because it's the Sabbath, so. Yeah, I like that. Do it. You hear that, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> we will be Saturday night to Sunday, <laughs> Sunday evening. evening, if you say so, because you are the head of our house. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But if you say just no, get the research just call Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> He's very convincing. And if you say no, you should probably just pray about it yeah <laughs> and Chriselle suggests some Sabbath apps is coming you. for you <laughs> and here's some apps yeah. uh yeah I love the body of Christ it's so great speaking of holy habits going to church uh hello oh, yeah you yeah. do that yeah yeah it's been a little while yeah yeah my family's way too busy it's not okay Mm-hmm. To reclaim, I need to reclaim the church going and communion. Yeah. 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 Any other holy habits that you guys want to share? You have some special Bible you mentioned the other day you were studying. It's all fancy. Yeah. Oh my word. What was that? I don't know. Some person's name. Oh you gosh. Were, you were like, yeah, I looked it up in this blah 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 Bible. It was me? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to. I want to say Patricia. 
You got the Patricia Bible? Oh, oh no! I was saying I went back to that Armor of God study by Priscilla Shire, which is so uh, Priscilla. Priscilla. Priscilla, Priscilla, Priscilla Shire. Priscilla, we hope which, yeah, we hope from your yeah, surgery. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's a that really a good study. Really good. Just really good like study. the basics of the armor, which ties so well into the spiritual <laughs> I thought warfare. You said it was a Bible. Study. But, I study. Study? Maybe study? Bible, isn't it? It was probably a typo. I'm pretty good at that. Like, wow, I've never heard of that Bible. This is a very specific Bible. Yeah, like, yeah that is. Her dad did, tra- like, do a Bible. He didn't did he? write the Bible, but he did, a, like, a new one. I didn't know that. Her dad I didn't know that, that, but I was somehow... So there you go. Yeah, yeah. close enough. He, had, he, like, took all the scripture, and he added commentary, and he's a he's an amazing, gifted pastor mm-hmm. anyway. mm-hmm. yeah she comes from so, a good go. lineage there's a connection she people really who study the bible but it was thing. truly one of the, the i think my favorite bibles i've ever done yeah. i mean it just was like so eye-opening Aww. and like wow this is it's good stuff yeah. yeah i remember i was telling someone like a few years ago i was like oh, i'm just in this weird season i just been stuck and they're like do the armor of god study I'm like, yeah, she's stuck. And like, do the armor of God study. I'm like, oh, okay. So I should, uh, I'll do that then, I guess. That's the answer. And it was really, hmm. it ties in a lot to Adam Young stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a, a it's really? not quite as, it's not quite as in depth with the accusations, but. We done good. Yeah. It's been a while. It has. Yeah, a little chatty. That's good. I like it. Yeah. All right. And I think, I think Jan needs a refill. No, I'm good. You're good? <laughs> <laughs> Are we wrapping up? Yeah, yeah, let's wrap up. Thank you so much for joining us. For... Thank you for listening, William Glass. Yes. And Adam Young. It's William Young. Glass. <laughs> Billy. It's Billy Glass to me. Shire. Yes. And Thank you from the college yeah, days. All, all the Billy people. Glass. Who else do we want to shout out? I have two friends that listen to their podcast. They don't know me, but it's the Big Boo Podcast. Big Mel- Boo. Melanie Shankle. Uh-huh. Hmm. And Sophie Hudson. They're like my buds. They're my podcast buds. Oh. They talk about nothing. And everything. Like us. Fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) Beth Moore has been to Sophie's house to have lunch. That's all I'm going to say. All needs to be said. Needs to be said. All right, right, guys. Well, cheers. And good night from the girls' night out.